When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. And the give is to Barkley. Straight ahead into the end zone untouched. That's the playoffs. Whatever the seeds are, the seeds are. We'll prepare as hard as we can to uh, go play a really good football team in a hostile environment. You don't think this team's going to beat the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota? There's no question in my mind that the Giants will win that game. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I know it sounds like we pile on him. This is Kirk Cousins' moment that show that he can do it under the bright lights. He's facing a defense that he should be able to pick apart. Cousins back to pass. Touchdown Vikings! Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app taking you right into Super Wild Card Weekend. Not one, not two, but three days of playoff football starting on Saturday. Huge matchups. Seattle and San Francisco. Chargers and the Jaguars. Sunday is Miami, Buffalo, New York, Giants and Minnesota Vikings. Baltimore, Cincinnati. Rounding it out right here on Monday Night Football. Dallas and Tampa Bay. Courtney Cronin, Randy Scott sitting in for the guys on this Friday evening. Pleased to welcome in on the Dr. Pepper call in line, Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter and host of the NFL Matchup Show, which is one of the best on our ESPN networks. You learn a whole lot there about the inside game of football. Sal, thanks so much for joining us. We know that you're going to be on the call for Giants at Vikings, that game in Minnesota on Sunday. And I want to know, just because the Vikings have seemed to not get respect league-wide, certainly Vegas doesn't like them. They're three-point favorites at home, which doesn't seem like a whole lot. But is this a team that's buying into the underdog role, even though they are three-point favorites? Well, the Giants had nine turnovers and turned the ball, oh, excuse me, nine penalties and turned the ball over twice. And the Vikings needed a buzzer beater field goal to uh, a walk off field goal on 61 yarder in order to beat the Giants week 16. So I think people look at this matchup as a pretty close matchup. You have two teams that have a negative point differential. That's only happened four times previous to this game going against one another in the postseason. Four times, that's it. So it's uncharted territory, really, for all intents and purposes. They played in a lot of close games, and I expect this game to be close. Sal Powell, looking back at that at that game plan and looking at all of the opportunities and extra possessions and just all the breaks that went Minnesota's way, you look at how the Giants were able to be on the doorstep of victory. It was a Daniel Jones game. It was not a Saquon Barkley game. I know the stat line, you know, more than 130 total yards, whatever it was for for Saquon, but they won because of Daniel Jones. I'm wondering how much of that is replicable here in the playoff matchup for Brian Dable and company. Well, they better win because of Saquon Barkley in this game, Randy. (laughs) Uh, this is a Saquon Barkley football game. He only had 14 carries a week, 16, and Daniel Jones dropped back 44 times. They got to flip that script in this game for a lot of different reasons. 
they need to play some complimentary football to help their defense out. The game will be played faster and louder. And you want your defense on the field being exposed to Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. You know, <laughs> yeah. look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. You know, week 16, Cousins threw those two guys the ball what, 40 times, <laughs> 16 targets, and 39 times, 16 targets or 13 targets. Yeah. And they caught nearly all of them, like 90% target ratio, which is sick. So, huh. If if I'm Mike Kafka, uh, I uh, forget my Andy Reid DNA for one week <laughs> and run the football. Sal Palantonio, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Courtney Cronin and Randy Scott here on Canty and Carlin. The New York Giants had a completely clean injury report. Every player will be available to play in this game against the Minnesota Vikings. And on the flip side of that, the Vikings appeared to get some good news with Garrett Bradbury, their center. He's back playing after dealing with back in, in a back injury. But we do know that the O-line has been hit pretty hard for this Vikings team, Sal. What are they saying in Minnesota right now just about how they're going to have to compensate up front to protect Kirk Cousins in this game? Well, you know, they are saying that they thought they had pretty good success despite the unsettled nature of the offensive line, Courtney. I mean, you know that team really, really well. you covered it for years. So Bradbury's key. He didn't play week 16. He hasn't been around for weeks. So getting him back is definitely going to help. And you know the numbers. I mean, Wink Martindale is the only defensive coordinator in the league blitzing over 40% of the time this year. And he's not going to change his stripes. He's not going to change what he does uh, in this football game. They're going to blitz in this game. Kirk Cousins. And that proved to be a double-edged sword. In week 16, sometimes they got to him. Most times they didn't. He was not, uh, he did not throw an interception in that game. And they had those three touchdown passes. Uh, um, so, he, you know, he was fairly productive, uh, especially in the fourth quarter. They couldn't get him off the field. Listen, the Giants had an opportunity to win that game. It was 16-13, I believe, at one point uh, going into the fourth quarter. And um, they didn't assault it away. The bottom line is they had two turnovers and nine penalties. So, to me, they have to calm this game down. You don't want to play a riotous game like the last time these two teams met, I think. But I have a hard time picking who wins this game. I think this is one of the easily one of the more fascinating matchups. It's Super Wild Card Weekend. Super <laughs> Wild we Card Weekend. Well, one of those matchups. Super Wild Card, Randy. Come on, baby. Super <laughs> Wild Card. Super so great. What a name. Well, who? I don't know whoever came up with that name at the NFL offices of Park Avenue. <laughs> that person needs a raise. Marketing genius, that person. Sal Paul, I want to talk about a different yes. street. I want to talk about a different street in a city farther south than New York. I want to talk about two street in Philly. And there is a number here on this board, that number seven, next to the Cincinnati Bengals, that's holding firm here despite this news with Lamar Jackson. being. But yeah, there's something about this Baltimore defense that does not agree with the stomachs of Cincinnati. Whether it's on your matchup show, talking with the guys that you know, what is it that poses such a problem for Cincinnati offensively that, that Baltimore can maybe rely on here considering we're rolling with either Anthony Brown or Tyler Huntley at quarterback? Yeah, my guys, Fat Tony, Big Mike, they say take the points. <laughs> I agree with you. 
And there's a lot of people skeptical. I, I covered the last couple, couple three games other than the one that was canceled on Monday night. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals, you know, have suffered in the second half. They were shut out by the Pats in the second half up in Foxborough, up in your country, Randy. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we went out to Davio's that weekend. Oh. I was there that weekend. Went out to Dav- We were looking for you. Yeah. Well, you were there when Brady came back. You were there for that whole circus when the Brady and the Bucks came back. It was nice running into you. Yeah, but Dallas. we were there last weekend. Oh, no, it was Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas that's... Eve. We went. That was that's happening. Davio's mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. Foxborough Patriots in town. That's Forget happening. about it. Forget about it. But. <laughs> Yeah, there's something I don't know that the Baltimore defense doesn't get the credit here, and maybe that's how they want it. Maybe that's how Coach. Are they have the best it. defense in the AFC playoffs, Randy. Mm-hmm. No question, they do. And we're talking, about you know, the I mean, there's, there's a reason why they just gave Roquan uh, Smith what a, a gajillion dollars. So, I mean, you know, he's been he's not Ray Lewis, but he certainly fits the bill of what Mike McDonald wants to do on that defense. He's a little bit more careful. It's a little bit more mechanical, a little bit more pedestrian. You know, you're not going to see the Rex Ryan, you know, crazy blitzes. You're not going to see the Wink Martindale go for broke kind of blitzes. Um, But what we show on the matchup show, Randy, and uh, Darius does a great job with it. Actually, it's the first segment of the show is Burrow's ability to beat the blitz against the Ravens. So, um you know, the, the Ravens will have to do, I think, a better job of figuring out what they do come after uh, Joe Burrow. Make sure that they've got Jamar Chase locked up because Burrow doesn't care. He's going to throw it to Chase because he's realized this Chase is going to win those one-on-one matchups and come down with the football. Sal Palantonio joining Courtney Cronin and Randy Scott right here on Canty and Carlin ESPN Radio. Sal, before we let you get out of here, Philadelphia Eagles, a team that you know well, they're sitting home this weekend because they got that first round bye. Of all of the teams in the NFC, who do they want to face come divisional playoff weekend? I, I think they're ready to face any team. I think the biggest issue for them is them. Right, Courtney? Mm-hmm. So... They feel like if they're healthy and they're not turning the ball over, they're unbeatable. But there have been times when they've beaten themselves and they've had, obviously, we can go through them, key injuries, and they need to get healthy. But, you know, Wayne Johnson was on the practice field today. Jalen Hurts was throwing the football today. Uh, I think a big, big missing piece that people don't really realize is Avante Maddox, one of the best corners in the league. Uh, in the slot, not available, and that's hurt Jonathan Gannon's defense because, Courtney, the way they play defense is they don't blitz, and they rely on Bradbury and Slay, and they relied on Maddox in the slot to cover, and they've missed him quite a bit. So to me, it's like, hey, this team is built to win. They've got a lot of talent. they got a good coaching staff. they got an MVP candidate, a quarterback who's trying to get healthy. Uh, their their biggest opponent is is the Philadelphia Eagles. So if, if they're together and not turning the ball over, they're going to be tough to beat. 
the best X's and O's coverage that you can get on TV is on NFL Matchup on ESPN. Sal Palantonio, Darius Butler, and Greg Cosell breaking it all down for you, getting you ready for Super Wild Card Weekend. You can catch that show early on Sunday morning and, as always, on yeah. ESPN+. Plus. Sal will be at Giants-Vikings, so be sure to keep it locked on all of our family of networks with ESPN as we get ready for a great weekend of playoff football. Th- Sal, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Chicken parm appetizers at Davio's. That's the way you want to go if you want to break it down. That's it. Forget about it. Thank you, Sal. (laughs) That sounds like what I'm going to be getting into here after we get off air on Canty and Carlin. Some uh, chicken chicken parm appetizer. There's an appetizer format of that, Randy. Oh, they. It was such a flex too. I was on. I was on a date and and we're sitting outside because it's a pandemic. And Sal Pal comes rolling up. He's Randy, and this is the (laughs) nicest that Sal Pal. I mean, I'm an indoor cat, and he's a travel bug, right? We never cross paths, but it was seriously the nicest Sal Pal greeting I could have ever hoped for, and it was just such a like nice, like, oh, I have to go talk to my friend. You know, like, it was just a nice, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, Davi- and Davios is amazing. Yeah. Well, what is this appetizer? I only view chicken parmesan as a mound <laughs> of pasta, and then the chicken parmesan, and, you know, with covered with cheese and sauce and the whole thing. How yeah. do you make that into an appetizer? Well, that, that was it. It, was, it wasn't sliders. It was on bruschetta, uh, uh, bruschetta style. Style, little um, toast square, little crostinis, yeah, cr- yeah, crostinis, and no okay. pot, no pastas. It was lighter, but st- I mean, to the extent that chicken parm can be light, because they don't skimp on Definitely the cheese not. and on the sauce. Yeah, it was, yeah, Bucci approved for sure. Definitely not a Whole30 item for any of you who are starting out <laughs> January on a high note. Uh, the NFL matchup show that we had referenced, it's Saturday, January 14th, so that's tomorrow. You can mm-hmm. get into all of these Saturday slate of games, 4.30, 4 a.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 a.m. Eastern Time as well on ESPN2, also re-airing at 9 a.m. So if you don't want to get up that early, you can also see it at the normal morning hours on ESPN2. This weekend preview is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today and see all the ways you can save it's a team man it's a team one guy can't do it it takes all of us espn radios pick em challenge Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. He's Randy Scott. I'm Courtney Cronin. And as always, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. So we're getting ready for Super Wild Card Weekend. We just had Sal Palantonio on with us to break down the Giants-Vikings game that he'll be at and a couple others. And Canty and Carlin pick the schedule today. They were on hosting Greeny this morning, which is why you have me and Randy filling in for them on this Friday night. We'll go through their picks, tell you what we think of them. Randy, I'm going to start with the 49ers-Seattle Seahawks game. I believe I'm reading this correctly, that they have the 49ers minus 10. Are these the lines on the game, or are these just the ones that they are picking? Is that right, Eric? That is correct, yes. Okay, so they've got, I guess, collectively, their collective brain power here. Candy and Carlin have the Niners minus 10 against Seattle. What do you think? Uh, I'll take Seattle there. Um, have you seen the weather? Have you seen the weather report? For this? Uh, no, but I've also seen what happened the first two times that Seattle played <laughs> the 49ers. I think, I think, oh man, I have to sound so negative. I think Brock Purdy is due to turn into a pumpkin here. Okay. I think uh, there were some balls early on in his ascension that were absolute hospital balls. Uh, he underthrew Brandon Ayuk on a, a touchdown in the corner that stands out like, these are not precision missiles that he's out there throwing. Now, it's working within the system, and you can... I mean, Kyle Shanahan took 
took Matt Ryan to a Super Bowl and had a twenty-eight to three lead in that Super Bowl. Like he can he can make chicken salad out there. And I'm not saying I'm not trying to besmirch uh, Brock Purdy. I'm just saying like I, I think against a playoff caliber defense, which certainly all you know fourteen of these teams are. But Seattle is a good defense. I think the weather is going to mitigate the passing game of San Francisco. Now they have an all-world run game, but. Yeah, we're talking about a double-digit uh, point spread. I could see Seattle keeping this close because it is monsoon style. Like there are power outages in California right now. The rain and wind is so bad. So good um, lord. Yeah. So I think uh, I, it I think it's uh, I think it's a, a closer ball game than a, a ten-point spread. Yeah, I I won't take the points on this. I think that it'll probably be closer to a touchdown. You know, yeah. Seattle has gotten to this point because. You know, they've persevered through this season. No one expected them to be a playoff team, and it came down to that Week 18 game where field goal beat the Los Angeles Rams when they were at home to be able to send themselves into the postseason. They kept the uh, Green Bay Packers out thanks to the Detroit Lions. I'll, I still think the 49ers are going to win this game, but I don't like the spread where it's at minus 10. I think the line right now, where it, or at least where it opened up, was 9.5. I would say that that would come down to me to minus seven, at least a touchdown on that, because mm-hmm. I'm going to believe in weatherman Randy here and um, <laughs> think that that's probably going to play into it. So hopefully Christian McCaffrey has a really good day. It makes me look smart. All right, so Kenny and Carlin in the Saturday game between Jacksonville and the Chargers. That's 8.15 p.m. You can see that game on NBC tomorrow night. They're spotting Jacksonville two points. They've got Jacksonville plus two. What say you, Randy? Oh, man, this is the toughest one on the board for me. Um, I'm going to lay the two with the Chargers. I think the Chargers go in and win. I think Justin Herbert takes a step. Um, I feel like Jacksonville has won, certainly over the over the Titans, in spite of its offense. And you can't do that in what could be a track meet with the Chargers. So... Um, I think we're going to learn something about both quarterbacks either way, but I feel like we know enough about Justin Herbert for him to be the reason why the Chargers win. And I think um, I think Los Angeles goes coast to coast and, and comes out with a win. You know, I'm going with Jacksonville. I feel like in spite of what happened last week where their defense had to come through there because it wasn't Trevor Lawrence having the best game of his, you know, quote-unquote playoff life, because that was a playoff game. That was a win-and-you're-in situation, and he didn't play great. He missed a couple open receivers and just Mm -hmm. didn't look like the Trevor Lawrence that we've come to know these last couple weeks, whether it's a five-, six-game win streak. I will take Jacksonville at home, though, so I'm going to go against what you guys were saying and what what Kenny and Carlin were saying, and you are taking the Chargers in this one. Give me Jacksonville minus two. I'm all all for it. All right, Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We're going through Canty and Carlin's picks, their collective brain power putting into Super Wild Card Weekend. Bills minus 13. Honestly, I don't think I can disagree with this whatsoever because Buffalo is at home and they're facing Skylar Thompson. Yeah. Move yeah. on? Yeah, I lay the points. I'd, I'd probably I'd lay it at 17. Lay the points. Okay. Vikings minus three. This is what we just talked with Sal Palantonio about. Vikings and Giants. They beat the Giants a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. on a 61-yard field goal, thanks to Greg Joseph and his big leg. So um, <laughs> do, you, do you believe in the Vikings? or they're, they're home favorites, but not by much here. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you gamble, Courtney? Do you ever... Not much, because I'm not very good at it. No, not on sports. Like, if you're at a, a casino, will you play any table games? Um, I've done roulette. 
Yes. Okay. That's I've done my... roulette. That's, it's pretty, and I've done the slots. I am not a card okay. player. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at rules. So yeah. yeah. Things like that don't um, okay. play out for me very well. But roulette. If you walk up to a roulette table, what's your? Because I feel like you one of two kinds of people. Do you bet against a run? Or do you try to ride the run? In that, if you walk up and you see, okay, there have been 10 or 11 or whatever it is, straight red numbers, are you saying, all right, black is due? Or are you saying, nope, run with red? I would say that black would be due just because I don't know if I believe in momentum like that when it comes to gambling. Sports is a completely different thing, but... (laughs) Inside those well air conditioned, well ventilated, uh, smoky walls of a casino, I don't know if I buy that. So okay. well, where are we going with this? I'm I'm with you on that. So I believe that this, uh, you know, eleven in one record or whatever it is, Minnesota has in one score games. I think that comes to an end. I think it's going to okay. be a close game, but I think the Giants win. I think the the Giants have have proven they can go into that building, do whatever they want offensively to that defense. And New York is getting help back on the defensive side of the football here in the return of Adoree Jackson, in the return of Xavier McKinney. Like, they have help coming defensively to try to mitigate what Kirk Cousins does with Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson and KJ Osborne and whomever else. So I think there are going to be some empty stats here for the Minnesota passing game, and it's not going to lead to points. I think the Giants win. Oh, you mean those fourth-quarter stats that we typically Uh see from this quarterback? Giants win outright. They're down by, like, two possessions? Okay. Um, I... I have faith in the Giants in this one. I really do. I know that people want to dunk on the Minnesota Vikings and their record and the fact that they've won so many one-score games. I'm not really picking against the Vikings. I'm picking with the New York Giants right now. I don't there think their go. magical season that shouldn't have resulted in this. They won four games last year. Like, Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, the formula's there. Everyone is healthy, including Adoree Jackson, like you mentioned. I think it plays into their favor pretty well. They were going to win that game had it not gone to, or at least it was going to go to overtime, had it not come down to that 61-yard field goal. So give me the Giants in that one. Real quick here, Bengals minus seven. We know that they are at home. No coin flip needed because mm-hmm. of they because of them beating the Ravens in week 18. We also know that it's probably Tyler Huntley or some guy named Anthony Brown playing quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. I'm gonna and I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I if okay this this number should have skyrocketed with the news that Lamar wasn't gonna play and it didn't. So someone knows something. There are analytics defensively for Baltimore that show that they pose a problem for Cincinnati. Cincinnati's offense, even with all the talent, has stalled at stretches here down uh, the back half of the season. Certainly the last month or so of the season. So I I don't think Baltimore wins, but I think Baltimore keeps it close enough within the seven. I will take Cincinnati in this game. I also think that the spread probably won't be as much as we've seen here. Because these games outside of the I mean, the one last week felt close until garbage time. But like mm-hmm. the earlier one this season between the two AFC North rivals was a close one. Baltimore has maybe the best defense in the AFC going into the postseason. That's what they're going to ride here with all the quarterback uncertainty that they have. But we are looking at Joe Burrow and a very good crop of receivers around him and a defense that's come on as of late in Cincinnati, plus they're at home. So give me Cincinnati in that one. I don't know if we have Tampa Bay and the Dallas Cowboys, but that's fine. We'll pick it ourselves later because Candy and Carlin might not be right with their pick anyways, and I like to 
promote our stuff. <laughs> anyways. So those are NFL picks. We're reacting to what Canty and Carlin picked today on Greeny. And coming up next, we're going to get into that last matchup that we had just talked about. Ravens and the Bengals. Is Lamar Jackson, even though he's not playing in this game, has he played his last snap for Baltimore? That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. The Dolphins have named rookie Skylar Thompson as a starting QB ahead of their playoff game in Orchard Park against the Bills this weekend. Making Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to linkedin.com slash sports. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Talking to other teams, they're like, I don't know, I just got a feeling that, that the Ravens are now going to move on from Lamar. Like, there's a little a bit of a sentiment there now. Just because it's, it's going to be next to impossible to do a fully guaranteed deal for him, you know, really it probably would have taken a Herculean Super Bowl-type effort by Lamar to get that, you know? Like, the, the team sort of put that in his court and said, okay, well, if you want this, let's, let's see if you can deliver, you know? And now it's not going to be able to be delivered due to injury. So it's got to come to a head, and it probably will this offseason, but I, I still expect them to tag him. I'm acknowledging and recognizing the greatness of him, but his durability being the question mark, combined with the money he wants, that you as an organization are obviously hesitant to give him. I would strongly look into what assets I can get for Lamar Jackson, because I could get the house for this brother. Ravens, Bengals. Coming your way on Sunday, the nightcap of Super Wild Card Weekend Day 2, and it will not feature Lamar Jackson. He was ruled out on Friday with a knee injury that has kept him sidelined for nearly 40 days. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Randy Scott sitting in for the guys, as always, presented by Progressive Insurance. So we find out yesterday that Lamar Jackson is dealing with a grade to PCL strain, that sprain, excuse me, uh, which he called a borderline strain of his of his third grade PCL. Am I saying that correctly, Randy? I'm not entirely sure because I'm not a doctor here. But Lamar Jackson <laughs> put out two tweets. 
It says, I've suffered a PCL grade two sprain on the borderline of a strain three. So sprain and strain, I don't know what any of this stuff means from a medical perspective. All I know is that this was a calculated move by the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens to let people know, hey, this is what I'm going through right now. And this is what it means. Like, he's not hiding behind closed doors. And I don't think the team was necessarily expecting that this was news he was going to just put out himself, considering he hasn't talked in a while. Yeah, he's doing it um, out of self-defense, to be honest. I mean, we see some comments here uh, from Sammy Watkins today, of all people, uh, at least breaking ranks with with what seems like a teammate code, you know? I don't I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to trivialize it and say like he's violating the, the the code, but you know, I think you don't talk about another man's willingness to get on the football field. You know, I, 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 I having never played football, understanding that I bruise like a peach myself. But Sammy Watkins isn't that guy. I'll tell you that Sammy Watkins is not the one to call into question another man's willingness, because when you do that in football, you're calling into question someone's toughness. Um, and I feel like the Ravens. In initially calling this week to week, they put their quarterback on a clock. And if you are that quarterback and you play the style that you do, and you have your own doctors, you have your or the team doctor, sure. However, he got his medical diagnosis here and prognosis. If you have someone telling you it's unstable, your knee is unstable for the way you play that position. This is not. Tom Brady. This is not Philip Rivers, and I invoke Rivers because of how he played through a torn ACL in the playoffs. And that's the genius kid in your class growing up. That's the Courtney Cronin in the class who sets the curve and gets the hundred on the test. Never happened once. Everybody else looked bad, and that's what Philip Rivers did. But these two could not play a more disparate style of quarterback. So when Lamar Jackson's knee is unstable when Lamar Jackson's PCL is a grade two slash grade three, which sounds worse than than two, um, you're going to sit this out, especially, and I'll say it even though Lamar won't, but Sammy Watkins hinted at it. You're going to sit yourself out to protect your own future because you're not going to put yourself on a line for a franchise that won't pay you what you feel like you deserve. Yeah. That had every opportunity to do so and didn't do it. The contract situation, I think, is what everybody's eyes are on now. Not even just the playoffs about what this means, this injury for Rand- for uh, Lamar Jackson, not for Randy Scott, but what that <laughs> means going forward. So my question to Jamison Hensley, who's our ESPN Baltimore Ravens reporter, he covers them for NFL Nation, was why did Lamar tweet this out and why did he do it right now on the cusp of this playoff game? Here's Jamison Hensley. Now it's gotten to the playoffs. There might be a portion of the fan base that's like that has long supported Lamar and saying, "Hey, come back when you're ready." But now that it's playoff time, people are saying, "Well, he needs to be out there. If he if he if he's if he can get out there, he should be out there." And I think maybe from his perspective, some of the support that he had had was turning a little bit, and I think he felt it was time, especially going into the most important part of the NFL season and the, the start of the postseason, I think he wanted to put it out there that, hey, I am injured. I'm injured more than anyone has said so far, uh, and that's why he is not playing. Okay, so a calculated move nonetheless, whether it has to do with the contract, whether it has to do with the playoffs, and the timetable. Randy, you bring up a great point because they did say it was a short-term thing. 
It's been 40 days. It's over a month where we haven't seen Lamar Jackson on the field. And you got to wonder what's going on here. Why is there some sort of holdup? Because it seems like the team believed one thing. And Lamar Jackson and his body and the way that it's healing, it's happening a different way. So it's like, is the team think that he's not being, you know, honest with his injury? Does he think that they're, you know, that he might be not playing to like preserve himself for these contract talks? I think it was smart for Lamar Jackson to put it out when it did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have those answers yet, though, as it pertains to what it means going forward. As we know, they have the option to franchise tag him still on the table. You heard Jeremy Fowler there uh-huh. earlier in, in the rejoin and Stephen A. Smith, too, that there might be a team team that's interested in leveraging for Lamar Jackson, the franchise tag over $45 million for a quarterback in 2023. He certainly wouldn't be hurting for cash if he had to push off the goal of getting that long-term deal mm-hmm. down the line for at least one more season. We want you to re- we want to remind you to turn into tune into an NBA game tomorrow night. Our coverage beginning 12:30 p.m. Eastern time on select ESPN radio stations. It's the Heat hosting the Bucks. That's happening right here on ESPN Radio. Coming up next, we will go 3 and out to end the show. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Lift every voice. Bo Jackson, former NFL and MLB star. Martin Luther King Day should be spent by having all these kids that are out of school on that day go to the Civil Rights Museum. Watch a documentary on how the Civil Rights Movement got started to understand that it's just not a day for you to just be home and watch TV. Get educated by people that was a part of that movement. Black History Always. Celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King Weekend on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Courtney Cronin, Randy Scott with you on Canty and Carlin. Play of the night brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Randy, I'm going to let you have the floor here because I don't have one. 
I didn't come prepared for play of the night because this is uh-huh. a segment that Chris and Chris usually do. And you're the degenerate here among I'm... the two of us. So go I'm ahead not. and give the people what they're asking for. And honestly, if they don't make money, I think that you should all be flooding Randy's <laughs> Twitter handle and all of his mention at Randy Scott ESPN, uh, telling him how wrong he is. So please, I'm setting you up for success here. What's the play of the night? That's really great. Yeah, there's no pressure at all. <laughs> I'm going to target your bulls. Okay. Okay. DeMar- They've been all over the place, so I'm yes. hurting right now. But I'm going the player prop route, okay? Dem- no DeMar DeRozan in this game. And quite frankly, Zach Levine doesn't really even care uh, if DeMar DeRozan is in the lineup. Levine's going to get his tonight. So I'm going to go for Zach Levine over 30 points. So to score 30-plus okay. points, it's at minus 135. All right. Uh, are we allowed before we proceed here? Am I, is there a very specific betting app that I should be using right now? Caesar Sportsbook Caesar is Sportsbook one, one is and only. Our, obviously, yeah, that's our so promotion. I'd go thirty plus points for Zach right. Levine. And if you're feeling froggy and you're you know you want to dance with the parlay devil here, then I'd parlay it with Zach Levine four or more made threes. Uh, okay. His game log of late is nuts. Uh, the last four games, 13 attempts, 12 attempts, 13 attempts, and 11 attempts from, from three. He's had, he's made four, four, six, and 11. Uh-huh. Okay, so of late, his floor is four made threes. Now, you combine this with the fact that OKC gives up a ton of threes and gets in track meets. So I would also flirt with the over in this game because Shea Gilgis-Alexander is red hot, but they're on the second night of a back-to-back. They went through it with Philly. It was a physical game. I could see them having some tired legs in Chicago. So I'm focusing on the Chicago side. I'm focusing on Zach Levine to go for 30 or more and make four or more threes, and that pays out at about plus 140. Um, so I'd, I'd roll that way. Okay, it's a good one because last Friday, if that's any indication that this might be his day, it is Friday the 13th after all. He scored 41 points and he hit 11 three-pointers. So there's the good bulls and then there's the bad bulls, but hopefully the good side shows up tonight. And hopefully Randy Scott makes you some money there with his prop on Zach Levine. We've got to get out of here shortly, but right now it's time for three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. So Kyle Corver is finalizing a deal right now to be the assistant general manager of the Atlanta Hawks. Sources telling ESPN on Friday he was promoted after spending months within the franchise's director of player affairs and development department. He's going to play a significant role in this reshaped front office under general manager Landry Fields. Travis Schlenk recently stepped down as the president of basketball operations, and there were some staff changes made, which elevated Corver into the assistant GM role. The Hawks have been pretty active in trade discussions, especially surrounding forward John Collins. So, Randy, what do you make of this news right now? Because I was a little taken aback, but I also didn't realize that Kyle Corver is now Mr. Front Office for the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't know that either. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about it because I feel like a change is coming to the Hawks. Um, I feel like the Trey Young... Uh, window is is drawing to a close. I think Trey wants out, and I think the Hawks might be willing to part with him, but there's a PR hit that you take for parting with a guy that you chose over Luka Doncic <laughs> and, and a guy who's been the face of your franchise. So I just wonder what Corver's role in that will be and, quite frankly, how much they'll rely on him in a post-Trey Young world. 
Real quick here, Army trainer Rachel Leahy leapt into action after hockey player Eric Huss suffered a serious cut to his neck after being caught by an inadvertent skate. It's been a pretty incredible week for mm-hmm. athletic trainers across all sports. She was named the Atlantic Hockey's Player of the Week for her efforts and potentially saving the life of that West Point hockey player who suffered that serious injury. Yeah. They are the real heroes here. Yes. We all know that. Everything that we've seen from DeMar Hamlin to this situation reinforces that for everybody. we got to get out of here. Randy's got to go get some Sbarro. Joe and (laughs) Amber coming your way next here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.